Hey, what's up, homies? Welcome to another episode of the Homies Real Estate Podcast. This is your host, Anthony. I'm Angel. I'm a realtor. I'm a lender. And hopefully together, we can give you a pretty good idea of what's happening in this crazy real estate market. We got a real good one for you. This is a question I get often. What is private mortgage insurance? So I got Angel the lender here. We're gonna grill it. We're gonna break it down for you. So with that said, Angel, what is private mortgage insurance? Yeah, we kind of touched on this a little bit last podcast. Today, we really want to get into detail on it, right? So first and foremost, private mortgage, uh, PMI stands for private mortgage insurance. You're going to hear that often when you're, you know, shopping for a loan. They're going to, you know, lenders or other individuals that have a home already are going to constantly say PMI, PMI. So again, that stands for private mortgage insurance. PMI is strictly for conventional loans, right? So FHA loans do not have PMI. They do have mortgage insurance, but a different type. It's called mortgage insurance premium or MIP, right? So PMI is strictly for conventional loans, right? Um, and basically, what PMI is, it's um, PMI is a more an insurance that you have to pay when you, as a home buyer, don't put at least twenty percent down on your home, right? Um, or you don't have twenty percent equity on your home, you're gonna have to have PMI. And essentially, what it is is it's an insurance that that the banks that these insurance companies basically are protecting the banks in the case if you were to default on your property, you weren't able to make your payments anymore, right? It doesn't necessarily stop them from foreclosing on you, right? But it just assures the banks that if you stop making your your um, payments, that they're gonna get their money back, right? So that's what the whole purpose of PMI is. Gotcha, that's really important to note right there. Angel said, private mortgage insurance is strictly for conventional loans. A lot of people tend to confuse PMI for FHA loans. FHA loans have mortgage insurance premiums, which we'll break down in our next podcast. So this is strictly for conventional loans. I wanna emphasize this. PMI is for conventional loans. Angel, how much does PMI cost? So PMI, it's gonna really depend on a couple factors, right? And how much it costs. So how I like to tell it, and I think I mentioned in the last podcast, it's kind of like when you're shopping for an insurance, right? For example, a car insurance. So if you have perfect, uh, you know, history, um, when you, no tickets, no no speeding tickets, no car accidents, you're gonna have cheaper insurance, right? Mm-hmm. Same thing for PMI. If you put a larger down payment, then your mortgage insurance is gonna be cheaper because you're gonna be quicker to that 20% equity, right? Um, if your credit score is higher, you obviously have better credit worthiness, showing that you're gonna be making your payments, so it's gonna be less risk to these insurance companies, right? To these mortgage insurance companies. Um, you know, Some I also know take into account debt to income ratio. You know, Are you qualifying for a loan that is at your maximum, at the maximum that you could qualify for? Or are you qualifying for a home that's maybe a little below your means, but you feel comfortable with that payment, right? So sometimes that gets factored into mortgage insurance. So with mortgage insurance, how much it costs really depends on those different factors. So the higher down payment, if you're putting 10, 15% down, depending on your purchase price, you're probably looking at a mortgage insurance in a, in a range between 150 to $300, right? Uh, maybe even less, $100. I even seen some sometimes for you know, $75, $60, really cheap mortgage insurance. But when you're putting only 3% down or 5% down, that's when mortgage insurance tends to be higher. 
that you know it goes up to the well, usually a 200 plus dollar range at that point um, but it just depends and also depends on the mortgage insurance companies again there's different mortgage insurance companies different banks use different mortgage insurance companies right so I know at my bank we have I think about five or six mortgage insurance companies that we can shop with so every bank has different mortgage insurance companies that we can check their rates with gotcha that's a great breakdown angel so uh, to reiterate they're going to be looking at three things, right? So your loan to value or how much you're putting down, your credit score, and then sometimes your debt to income ratio. The more you put down, the less you're going to be paying towards your PMI. The, the higher your credit score, usually the lower your PMI. And then the better your debt to income ratio, right? So the lower it is, usually the better your PMI. Angel, so percentage wise, do you have an idea how much that percentage is? to the original loan amount for PMI? You have um, so yeah, um, mortgage insurance always goes by percentages, right? So um, usually when it's about 10, 15% down, you know, you're looking at mortgage insurance rate of about 0.2 to I would say 0.4, somewhere around there. Um, that's usually around and somewhere in that range when you're doing, you know, the five, 3% to 5% down, it's a little higher, probably looking at about 0.6, 0.7, somewhere in that range. Gotcha. Okay. That gives you a pretty good idea of how much you're going to be paying. So you just multiply your loan amount by that 0.5, for instance, and then I'll give you how much you're going to be paying for your mortgage insurance. Now, you know, there's different types of PMI, correct? Uh, n different types of ways to pay the PMI. Correct? Gotcha. Yeah, yeah. Can you can so, you break them down for us? Yeah. So first is, it's called borrower paid monthly uh, PMI. So pretty much what it is is it's just like an extra payment on your monthly mortgage right so you're gonna have an extra um, section on your on your monthly payment that's gonna be strictly for your mortgage insurance payment um, so that's one way to pay your mortgage insurance and pretty much that's pretty much the most common way people pay for mortgage insurance um, the second one is called lender paid mortgage insurance so this one's a little tricky because it you know in the way it's termed it's saying the lenders paying for your mortgage insurance so it seems like you're not paying for it right but really you do pay for it but how you pay for it is it doesn't show as a column anymore on your mortgage insurance on your mortgage statement right instead what the banks do is they increase your interest rate to cover your mortgage insurance so even though you don't have a mortgage insurance payment your principal and interest payment is going to be higher because you are taking on the higher interest rate gotcha and then there's a single premium mortgage insurance you know what that is correct yeah so single premium mortgage insurance um is basically instead of having a monthly installment you pay for your mortgage insurance upfront, a one-time fee upfront, and you don't have to worry about mortgage, monthly mortgage insurance for your life of your loan, right? Um, I really like this option when you're putting 10, 15% down, because it's actually usually pretty cheap if you have good credit um, and you're putting that large down payment. It's not it's not too expensive, and you don't ever have to worry about it in, you know, in your mortgage. And then the last one is the split mortgage insurance, which is very uncommon. I've personally, I've never really done any like this, but I do know of it. So basically, you pay some of you know you pay a higher fee up front of mortgage insurance right so kind of like the of kind of kind of like the single premium you're paying a single premium up front but then also you're also going to pay some in your monthly payment right so you're going to have but it's going to be a smaller amount because you paid a large a large um, sum up front so um, that's also an option gotcha so of the four which is the most popular or which two are the most popular um Usually it's borrower paid MI, borrower paid mortgage insurance, which is the monthly one, 
is usually the most common. It's just, it's easiest for everybody. You don't have to worry about coming in with more money at closing, right? Um, you know, you can, you pay it every month in your payment. If you're comfortable, comfortable with that payment, it's easy just to make it. And then the single premium is one that I like to push um, for borrowers where it makes sense. Again, with that 10%, 15% down, sometimes it only costs them like, you know, three, four, three thousand, four thousand dollars up front, right? And you never have to worry about mortgage insurance ever again. Instead of having a hundred dollar, you know, hundred fifty dollar monthly payment, you just get rid of it up front. So uh, it just depends. Everyone's different, though. Gotcha. Thank you. You know that breaks it down for us well. So remember, there's four types of PMI: borrow paid mortgage insurance, lender paid mortgage insurance, single premium mortgage insurance. And then split premium mortgage insurance. So, Angel, how do you make payments on your PMI? I know that for the single premium mortgage insurance, you pay it up front, but for the rest of them, how are those payments made? Yeah. So, again, the other one, lender paid, it's it's you're, you're going to pay it in your principal and interest, so you're paying it every month in your payment. Um, your borrow paid MI is going to be your monthly mortgage insurance. You're going to pay it every month, right? Um, single premium. You pay it at closing. So when you're closing your loan, you're gonna pay for that mortgage that mortgage insurance fee upfront as part of your closing cost. And then the split premium is a portion again is gonna be paid in your closing cost, and then a portion also gonna be paid in your monthly payment. Um, mortgage insurance too, you have you know I never really see the option. I don't really see anybody doing it, but you can pay you know your mortgage insurance upfront for a year. I know some banks offer that, or you can just pay your mortgage insurance in your monthly installments whatever you know you'd like to do i've never seen anyone do the, you know the single you know every year or pay it one time a year it's usually built into that payment just makes it easier for you know a borrower to know that they're going to that their payment's going to be made every month gotcha thank you angel do all lenders require this private mortgage insurance yeah so every lender i mean that i know of there's some programs that you know i I've, I've heard of you know for other banks offering that you know there's no mortgage insurance required um, I can't, you know, confirm or deny it. I'm not sure for some, but special programs, right? It has to be these special programs. Um, but for the most part, every bank's going to require a mortgage insurance. Yeah. Gotcha. If you put down less than 20%. On a conventional loan. Yeah. On a conventional loan. So for, uh, remember, for the FHA loan, the different type of mortgage, mortgage insurance premium, VA loan, there is no mortgage insurance. Um, so that gives you a pretty good idea. Uh, is there an advantage to paying this private mortgage insurance? Or should I just wait? So I have 20% so I don't have to get mortgage insurance. Um, yeah, so it's definitely better to pay that mortgage insurance, right? Um, like me and Anthony have stressed throughout this podcast since we started it is um, it's best to get on home and build equity on that than waiting to have 20% down. And, you know, your money that you're saving up is going against appreciation, right? Whereas you can purchase your homes, continue to save money while you're in your house and let and also let your home appreciate, right? Because of course, you know, we're gonna talk about it in a little bit, but use ways to remove PMI. So it's best to get in the home as soon as you can and pay that PMI. Absolutely. So if your home is in an appreciating market, right? It just makes sense to just pay private mortgage insurance because typically the home is gonna appreciate at a much more rate than what you're paying for your private mortgage insurance. Because your private mortgage insurance is gonna be maybe, you know, five hundred, six hundred dollars depending on what your loan amount is and what your qualifications are and a home appreciating let's just say conservative conservatively at three percent you know a five hundred thousand dollar home that's fifteen thousand dollars after three after a year so if you break that down that's about twelve hundred ish maybe fifteen hundred dollars a month so that's much more than what your private mortgage insurance fee is 
Angel, is PMI tax deductible? This is a really good question. Yeah, so according to the bankrate.com, you know, they're saying that it is, that you have the ability to, starting in 2021, to um, tax, that PMI is going to be tax deductible, right? So um, it says right here that it does phase out after your adjusted gross income reaches 100000 To be honest, I'm not exactly sure of it. Something you should ask your tax preparer. Um, and I'm sure I'm going to get a lot more questions about it, you know, this year once the taxes are getting done if people can um, deduct PMI. But yeah, I'm not 100% sure how that works as far as taxes goes. Gotcha. And then the final question, a question that I'm sure everyone is wondering, how do I remove this PMI, right? Like once I get to 20% equity, is there a way that I can remove this mortgage insurance premium or mortgage ins uh, this private mortgage insurance? Angel. Uh, yeah, so... Of course, there's, there's definitely different ways to remove PMI. Uh, one of the most common ways right now with homes you know, building equity and going up in value is people are refinancing, right? Refinancing to remove that mortgage insurance along with right now lowering their interest rates. Um, so you can refinance it, refinance your home. You could also, once usually the banks are gonna require you to have at least five years of making your payments but say in five years after you've been making your payments on time, you can call your mortgage service provider and ask them if they can remove your mortgage insurance. Tell them I already have the 20% equity because my home has appreciated over the last five years and my loan principal has obviously gone down with my monthly payments, right? So with those two things happening, there's a good chance in five years, unless the, something in the market crazy happens, something in the market, something crazy in the market happens, um, it should definitely be removed at that point. Um, you can also, while you're doing that, they may ask you to get an appraisal done, right? So you can get an, your home appraised by obviously a certified appraiser. Mm -hmm. He'll let you know the current value of your home today. And you can also send that into the bank as evidence. Hey, my home is at that 20%. Um, another way, which is, I don't, I don't recommend this way, um, for the most part is, um, just making your payments every month, right? Eventually your balance is gonna reach, uh, uh, once it reaches 78% loan to value, it is required for the banks to remove your mortgage insurance. So it'll automatically fall off, right? But that's gonna take a long time with you making your principal and interest payments. It's quicker just to do it um, either refinancing or waiting five years, you know, to see um, if you can remove it. Also just call your mortgage uh, service provider, any of you guys that do have homes that are interested in removing it, and see what the process is with them, right? Maybe they don't require five years. Sometimes they require three years, but you have to think how like 85% equity, there's different ways around it, you mean, so. You mean 25% equity? Excuse me, 25% equity, 85% loan to value. Yeah, thank you. 75% loan to value. Oh my goodness, I'm so sorry. <laughs> my, math is, my math is off this yeah, morning, yes. 75% loan to value, 25% um, equity. Um, they'll let you remove it. So just talk with your mortgage service provider and see what, what they can do for you. Perfect, Angel. Thank you for that. So to reiterate, there are four ways to remove PMI, right? The first way is just to build equity over time. Principal pay down once you get to 75%. Uh, loan to value or 22% equity, you should be able to remove it. Number two is contacting your service provider once you get, once you get 20% equity, see what the process is. You might be able to remove it then and there. Number three is to get your property reappraised. Now, Angel says that typically you have to wait five years, depending on the on the bank. It could be shorter, it could be more. 
uh, to get the property reappraised usually costs around 500 bucks or so to get the appraisal done but it makes sense to save you you know 500 plus plus dollars monthly and then the last thing and the most popular is refinancing your mortgage especially in this market right now where they can they can take into account how much your home has appraised or appreciated over time what your principal pay down is if it's over 20 percent you're good to go and you can most likely lock in a lower rate because we have very competitive interest rates right now so Angel, what's the bottom line about private mortgage insurance? If there's one thing that you wanted to drill down and get everyone to know, what would it be? Um, that really, if, if you have the means of, of getting into a home, and but that is going to require you paying mortgage insurance, it's best to get your foot in that door. It's best to get your own house, build that appreciation. As you can see, there's multiple ways to remove that mortgage insurance, right? Um, and trust me, if you're, I've had, I had a client the other day that was saving up money and saving up money, and and you know she thought she had the money now, but then the homes have gone up, and sh she still makes the same amount of income, so she doesn't qualify for more than she did a year ago, right? Or so what what basically is happening is she's saving up money, but the home prices are going up, so she's gonna have to keep saving up more money, right? Just getting your home with this mortgage insurance, pay it. Um, and just again, like I always say, let, appreci let appreciation do what it does, and you can get rid of this. Is you know, it's something you don't have to have forever. Um, and as again, how we always stress, if you're comfortable with your monthly payment, you know, don't be scared to take that that step to hold towards home ownership. Absolutely, Angel nailed it again. Don't work against appreciation. Let appreciation work for you. So as long as you can make that monthly payment you should go into your home, right? And then it'll be a matter of no time that you'll be able to have that 20% equity and do whatever the process is to remove that private mortgage insurance. And, and one thing too, as you can see too, there's there's a lot of different options as well. Um, so people who do wanna, do, don't wanna pay for it, you know, but they don't, don't have the 20% down, maybe you have enough for 10% down, but you also have enough to pay it upfront so you don't have a monthly payment. So remember, there's different options here where you don't have to necessarily have a monthly uh, mortgage insurance payment. So remember, you can also, when you speak to your lender, go over the different options that are available to you when it comes to mortgage insurance. Awesome, thank you, Angel. So Angel, where can we find you? At your Mortgage Angel on Instagram. At your Mortgage Angel on Instagram. You know where to find us, at the Levanos Group. This is Anthony. This is Angel. I wanna wish you all the best. Take care and stay safe. Thank you. Hey homies, it's Anthony. This podcast contains my opinions and is for educational purposes only. It does not guarantee any projections and should not serve as a basis for any purchase or sale in real estate.